Hey, family. Amen. I tell you, we, we, we are so thrilled to be here tonight. and um, It's never, it's never a, a less of an honor. It's never a less of a thrill to come here to this place in, in God's house. But because of you as well, because uh, you guys make us feel so welcome and uh, make us feel at home, make us feel special. And, uh, and it speaks well. Of, of your pastor, the way you treat us. And he, we appreciate Pastor Cody and Pastor Amber. And i um, been thoroughly enjoying uh, Reverend Marilyn and, and Reverend Brett uh, preaching. Um, you know, I, 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 listened, I listened to both of them, and, and I took something from that. Amen? Um, I, I, from Brother Brett, I, I, I took that, you know, a body built on cheeseburgers and Cheetos may not be a good thing. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Talking about the foundation, building on the foundation, Amen. building a strong house. <laughs> Sister Marilyn, Reverend Marilyn, about super. Yeah. Too many of God's people settle for the little happy meal when God wants them to have a supersize. And you may not believe this, but I always supersize my meal. <laughs> It may come up as shock to you, but I do that. Amen. <laughs> I like super. Amen. I like super. Super abundance. That's the kind of God we serve. He's a God of a super abundance. Amen. He's a super God. Amen. He has given us super power, supernatural life. Amen. Supernatural blessings. Amen. To have to become a supernatural person. Amen. To become what He wants us to be, to do what He wants us to do, and to go where He wants us to go. Amen. God is a super God. Amen. And we are super people. Amen. Supernatural. Hallelujah. We think of ourselves too much in the natural and not in the supernatural. Amen. And when we have aches and pains, we remember the natural. But I'm telling you what, we are supernatural beings not subject to this kingdom of this world. We are subject to the kingdom of heaven and all the benefits and blessings of that, heaven, of that kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I was going to preach a message tonight that I was just working on and, and God changed me right in the midstream. That's his choice, not mine. But one thing I was, I was you know, going to talk about, and I'm just going to hit this before we go on to something else, but... Um, you know, the Bible defines who we are. Amen. People don't define us. We, we let them sometimes. Circumstances and situations don't define me. Amen. The Word of God defines who I am. The way I feel doesn't define who I am. My past doesn't define who I am. My bank account doesn't define who I am. The Word of God defines who I am. Amen. Amen. The Word of God says that he that is born of God overcomes. Amen. I overcome. I overcome the world. I overcome situations and circumstances. They don't overcome me. I overcome them. Amen. That's who I am. Do I always, does that always play out in my life like it ought to? Well, sometimes it doesn't. That doesn't define who I am. The Word defines who I am. I'm an overcomer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. 
Thank you, Father. Well, I want to I want to talk tonight, and and it's it's um, this message is is kind of a it's not a new revelation, but it's it's kind of a different area that God has taken me into and shown me some things. Uh, uh, we we talked about this at Resurrection uh, Fellowship, where I pastor there in the center, and uh, but but there's just more that I. I I, I, when I got this revelation, I, and, and let me just say, some of this come from a dream. God sometimes speaks to me and gives me words in a dream, all right? Because uh, the old man will dream dreams. <laughs> so anyway, um, that defines who I am. I mean, I can't, I can't deny that. So, um, but, but in this dream, I was preaching this word. And I thought, wow, you know, and I woke up and I, I'm going to remember that, and thank God I did. Uh, but and, and I and I so I really felt as I was studying this afternoon and just I run into a brick wall with the other message and it's like, okay, God, you know where are we going? And so I really feel like it's where He wants us to go tonight. Amen. Uh, in Ephesians in chapter six, I'm going to use some familiar scriptures, but and, and but you know what? Uh, we need to hear some of these things over and over again. Even you've heard them already many times, because. It's, it's that hearing that over and over again that it gets you down into your spirit, you know? You can have it in your mind, and that's good, but it really doesn't do you any good till the Word gets in your heart. It gets down in you, and then you can put faith with that, and man, you can move mountains, right? And so um, Ephesians 6, beginning with verse 18, says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Brother Brett was talking about a lot of alls. Well, there's a lot of alls in there too. Amen. The Amplified says it this way, praying at all times on every occasion, in every season, in the Spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty, to the end... Keep, to that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. Amen. Pray on every occasion. We have occasions that we need to be praying about. Amen. And, and situations that we find ourselves on a regular basis that, that calls for us to be people of prayer. Amen. Many times we, we, we just want to ride it out and hope for the best. Amen? But I want to talk tonight. You know, we, we, we have a place we're going. Amen? We have a destiny. A God-called, God-given, God-ordained destiny. I'm not just talking about the church as a whole, and that's true, but I'm talking about each one of us individually have a God-called, ordained destiny. Amen? And I'm telling you what, you're not going to get there unless you are given to prayer. You're not going to get there. And, and so we're, we're going to unfold this as we go. But, but we need to, to be ready to pray on every occasion. Because there's always occasions. <laughs> there's always circumstances. There's always trouble that wants to come our way. Amen. Situations that come our way that we need instead of griping and murmuring and complaining like they did back in the desert in Israel... And I love this phrase. I use this from time to time at, at Resurrection Fellowship. And I got it from, I think, from Pastor Nancy. But the vipers get the gripers. Yeah. So we don't want to be gripers. We, need be, we want to be prayers. Amen. Prayers. 
And so we have every occasion and every season, amen? Sometimes there's seasons of prayer. Sometimes it's not enough just to, to, to just, even, even with faith, just to pray a, a simple short prayer with faith. That's good sometimes, but sometimes it takes some lingering. Sometimes it takes some, some, some getting before God and, and, and just getting before Him and what they all, they used to call that, uh, uh, what's that word? I'm See, I'm getting old. Uh, what's that word that... Um, Huh? Praying through? Yeah. I mean, so, so, you know, you, you get down and you just pray until, until something happens, right? P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. Push. All right. So, so there are seasons of prayer. And so um, watch. And here, here's this. Watch with strong purpose and perseverance over your prayers, but also over your prayer life. I, I really want to bring out tonight, God is saying to us, to be diligent and give attention to our prayer life. Because many times we, uh, we fall short of what God wants for us. It's not God's fault. He doesn't, uh, he's not an Indian giver. He doesn't say, here's what I want for you, but I'm just teasing. You're not going to have that. Amen. If we don't obtain and receive and walk in what he has for us, it's our fault. And many times it's because we've not spent time diligent in prayer. Because the Bible says in all things, in prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God. For everything, we need to pray about everything. Brother Bo Dunn, a, a very uh, uh, honorable, precious man of God, uh, is an elder in our church, and he's, he's, he's struggling right now in the nursing home, but... Things that he has said to us have, will just live on longer than, than he probably will. Uh, but he has said this, things that don't get prayed about don't get done. I said, yeah, that's right. Things that don't get prayed about don't get done. And so we need to pray in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. Amen. Colossians 4.2 says, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Continue in prayer and watch. Watch. Yes, watch over your prayer. Work that prayer. Put faith to that prayer. Water that prayer. Amen. And, but, but also, in that same season, be diligent to continue praying. Now, now listen, we, once we've asked God, I'm not saying that we need to continually ask Him, but we thank Him, right? But how many know there's still some lots of other things yet we've got to pray about? Amen. Many things yet that God wants for us that we need to pray into. Amen. Because, and, and we're going, again, we're going to let this unfold as we go. And I don't want to uh, open the package before it's time. It's not Christmas yet. It'll be Christmas a little bit later and we'll open that up. And you can, all right. So in Jude, <laughs> in Jude, only one chapter in Jude, it says, But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I know you hear this one all, all the time, and I use it a lot too. Verse 21 says this, keep yourselves in the love of God. Well, I thought God already loved me. Well, He does. But we got to keep ourselves there. Yeah. Keep yourselves in the love of God, and read the rest of that, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. There is a place of power and authority that's been given to us. That we must maintain. We got to maintain that. 
there is a flow of blessings coming right from the love of God that we got to keep ourselves in. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, and, and, and Reverend Brett said it so well, that, that, you know, you may be a good person, you know, but there's laws that's going to operate regardless. And so the laws of this particular uh, uh, provision of the scripture is that there is blessing for us. There's power and authority that God has granted to us, but we've got to keep ourselves in that place where we can walk in that. Amen. Amen. That's our part. We keep ourselves there. God's not going to make us be there. We've got to keep ourselves there. One of the ways we do is praying. Praying in the Holy Ghost. But I'm telling you what, we need to pray in the Holy Ghost probably more than we do, but we need to pray in our understanding as well. Amen. We need, we need to pray in, in, in our, and Paul says, I pray in my spirit and I pray in my understanding. You know, I sing in the spirit, I sing in my understanding. You know, those, both those things are very important. Very important. So we need to pray. We need to pray, keeping ourselves in the love of God. Amen. We, we, don't, we don't earn this place of authority. It's been given to us. I love the, the, the truth uh, and again, I, I've learned so much. I thank God. I really, I, I really, I thank God. I'm not trying to, to um, uh, just you know over um, uh, exalt Pastor Cody and Pastor Amber. But I tell you, since we've been hooked up with them, I, I've seen so many things differently, and it's been so good. <laughs> Amen. A lot of confusion just melted away, and so you know, I was like, wow. Yeah, I see that now. Yeah, I see that. Thank God. For my fact, He said to tell you guys that He loves you. And he will see you Sunday. You said that. So uh, I spoke with him today on, on text. But, um, and thank him for the opportunity to be here tonight. But, but we, we are, a, this, this is a revelation that God, we are not a, an advancing, uh, uh, a warring army. We are an occupying army. Amen. We're an occupying army. We stand, therefore. <laughs> and we occupy till he comes. Jesus has already won for us everything that we need. He has already given us, amen, uh, the, the world, you know, all the blessings of heaven. Uh, it's a Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom, right? And we have healing, we have blessing, we have prosperity, we have power, we have authority, amen. All those things have been given to us because of what Jesus did. Now let's occupy till he comes. Don't let the devil take from you what God has given to you through Jesus. Amen. So we have to maintain what's been given to us. We've been given power and authority over circumstances, situations, sickness, disease, poverty, lack. We've been given power and authority over those things. Amen. I'm not a citizen of this world. There used to be a song that says I'm a citizen of two worlds. Not me. Uh-uh. I live in this world, but I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm a, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God is everything that I need. The things that the Gentiles, those without, without a covenant with God, they're looking for those things, but they just come to me automatically. Amen. Amen. I, I use this Sunday uh, that, that when we, when we um, how, how many ever, ever uh, do a, a business on Amazon? You do that? Y'all know that? Yeah. So we do that a lot. She just loves to just sit there and just, Order that, and <laughs> hey, I do it too. I, I mean, that's, I like that. It's fun. I love coming home and seeing packages on my on my front step. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. 
Sister Kathy Copeland, she works in the, in the, in the, uh, uh, the mail department in the post office, so I'll keep her busy, right? So anyway, so, so um, but, but here, listen, if we will honor God and put him first in our life, all the necessities of life he just puts on auto ship. Puts it on auto ship. Boom, they're just there. We seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Auto ship. Whatever you need. Come on. It's auto ship. We do our part, he does his part. Yeah. Auto ship. Yeah, I like that. But there are things, the desires of our heart, right? There are, there are things that, that uh, God has for us beyond the basic. Listen, don't settle for the basic necessities of life. Thank God for those things. God's got so much more. Amen. I mean, exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think more. Yeah, super. <laughs> super abundance. Yeah. And so those are things that we got to pray into. Those are the things that we got to be diligent in our prayer life, amen, to believe God for and, and, to, and to pray for and to believe Him and to watch over those things and be diligent, amen, to maintain that diligent prayer life, amen. As Again, I, I'm going to quote a lot of Sister Nancy and, and, and uh, Pastor Cody, but we, we hook it and we just got to reel it in, right? Come on, got to reel it in. All right, so... Um, Keep yourselves in the love of God. Keep yourselves in that place of power and authority. Amen. So listen, the devil's looking for an opportunity to come in and mess up, mess you up, mess up your life. Amen. Mess up your health, mess up your bank account. He's looking for an opportunity to mess up your relationships. Yeah. Uh, to mess up your family. Amen. He's looking for opportunities. And, and we got to be diligent not to let him in the door. Amen. Amen. You know, back... Give you a little U.S. history lesson. Um, like I know, I failed U.S. history. I wasn't good at that. But here's one thing I did know. I watched Daniel Boone a lot, so I know this. I know this. <laughs> hey, it's good. It's a good show. Uh, when, when, when the pioneers came to this land, they had to clear some country, right? They, they had places they want to go. And they had to clear the land to be able to get there. All right, there were places that were impossible to get to unless the land had been cleared so they could get to that. But listen, let me, let me just say this. Jesus cleared the way. Amen? He cleared the way to the impossible. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. With God, all things are possible. Jesus made it a way for us to do and be and, and see the impossible work in our life. He did that. Amen. He did the hard part. <laughs> now, listen, then after that, you know, even, even when the land was cleared, uh, uh, there, were, there were treacherous places. There's Indians, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, it was good Indians like Mingo, but those the, the Shawnee, they weren't so good, you know. And so, uh, if there's any Shawnee, listen, I'm sorry. But <laughs> get myself in trouble. Uh, but, but there was treachery, and, you know, and the terrain and the, and the heat and going long ways with that water. So what they did, they started laying some track for, for, the, for, the, for the trains, right? So, so you can go through dangerous territory and you can get there, right? A little easier. So, so prayer, Jesus made the way for the impossible, but prayer lays the track to it. Yeah, prayer lays the track to the impossible. Amen? I ain't going to get there, amen, unless there's some track laid for me to get there. 
You know, if I try to do it on my own, I'm probably going to perish along the way. But prayer lays the track so I can get to where God wants me to be. Amen. So we lay track. Faith keeps me on that track. Yeah. Amen. Faith keeps me on that track because uh, uh, faith, if I don't have faith, I'm liable to be on the wrong track. Yeah. So faith keeps me on the track that I have prayed into. God shows me what he wants for me. God gives us, amen. We don't, when we walk by faith, doesn't mean that we walk blindly without any knowledge of what God wants for us in our, in our life. He tells us what he wants, but we still have, have to have some faith to get there. Because sometimes that looks pretty big, <laughs> you know, but that's okay. Okay, we got a big God, we got a big helper, right? And he's going to help us get there. Amen. But prayer lays the track for us. Amen. We pray into what God has said. This is what I want for you. We pray into the direction God has said. This is the way you ought to go. We pray into that. Lay some track. Amen. And by faith, stay on that track until we reach that place that God has called us to. Amen. Prayer lays the track. Amen. For that, for that impossible thing. Amen. He has called us to do impossible things. Amen. And, and all things are possible with him as we lay the track. Amen. So my, my point tonight is to watch over your prayer life. Be diligent with it. Yeah. Be diligent with it. We're never going to get to where God wants us to be as a person or as a church without prayer. And you know that. You know that. Because, because you know, uh, um, you guys have been, been being diligent in prayer. Many of you have. And, and, and uh, meeting here and praying. And we're, look where God has already taken you. And you know where you're going. Right? The vision be given to the pastor, and he's taking you there. You know where you're going, and there's even places beyond that that you don't know yet. But when the time comes, God will reveal it to him. Amen? And you'll go. Amen? But, but prayer gets you there. Gets you there. Amen. Amen. It'll get you there. Prayer is planting seed. Oh, I got quiet. Prayer is planting seed. Answered prayer is the harvest. I want you to look at that that way. Praying is putting seed into the ground. And then when you pray in faith, you get a harvest. You get answers. Amen. God responds and he answers. Amen. You know God answers prayer, don't you? Amen. He does that. He answers prayer. Amen. The harvest that we receive depends upon the seeds that we planted. Amen. Depends upon the seeds that we planted. John 14 says this, Ask whatever ye shall ask, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, in verse 11, or excuse me, in verse 13, says, Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I'll give it some serious consideration. Is that what it says? I'll do it. I'll do it. Amen. I'll do it. Delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen. See, too many people are trying that, and it's not working because they really don't delight themselves in the Lord. No. They're delighting themselves in themselves <laughs> and what they want and what, they're, what they are, are lusting for. You know, God doesn't care that we have things. He just doesn't want things to have us. Yeah, that comes from Brother Bo as well. That's where I heard it from. You probably heard it from somewhere else. But God doesn't care. He wants us to have things. He does. He wants us to have the desires of our heart. Again, exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. According to the power that works in you. The power, not the lust. Right? Yeah. The power. The pa His power. Amen. His power working in us. Amen. Prayer 
helps keep us in that place of power and authority. Amen. And it'll work in us. And God will give us the desires of our heart. He wants to do that. That's how good a God he is. Amen. He's not greedy or stingy. Amen. He, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and all the silver and gold and oil under the hills. Amen. He owns it all. Amen. And, and there's a scripture, and I didn't look it up and didn't copy and paste it on my notes, but, but it's in, in, in 1 Corinthians, I think in chapter 15, he says that, that all is yours. Everything in the world, is your, it all belongs to you. You belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. Man, what a great upline that is. <laughs> you know? Amen. It belongs to us. God wants us to have whatever we need and many times whatever we desire. He wants us because he's so good. He's so good. And so prayer, amen, keeping ourselves in that place of delighting in him. I'm telling you what, people who, who, don't, who don't spend time praying are not delighting themselves in God. Come on, you're not. You're not delighting yourselves in the Lord. You're not delighting yourselves in the Lord. Because I tell you, it, it takes a love for God to spend time praying. Because it ain't fun to the flesh. Not at all. Not at all. Amen. And so we, we, we exempt ourselves. We disqualify ourselves from things that God has for us because we, we, we just won't take this flesh to the, our knees and spend time before God. Amen. We'd rather do this, we'd rather do that. We're going to talk about something else tonight. I'm just going to hit it and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because I didn't wear steel toe shoes tonight. But there's also this thing called fasting. Ouch. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I really like to supersize my meal, but that, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that fasting thing kind of really puts a little hurt on me on that one. But you know, you know what? That's never been recalled. Jesus said, and we're going to read some scripture here in a minute, uh, uh, dealing with that situation where he came down off the mountain and uh, disciples were trying to cast out his demon and they couldn't do it. Yeah. And um, so he said, this kind, this kind of faith just ain't going to come out without prayer and fasting. You know, and so, and, and even there was a time that the Pharisees said, uh, Jesus, uh, you know, um, we fast often. Our disciples, we fast often. Why aren't your disciples fasting? He said, well, when the bridegroom's here with them, they don't have a need to fast. But when he's gone, how many know he's gone? The comforter's come. But since he's gone, now it's time. We ought to be giving ourselves to some fasting too. Yeah, we really should. That's not, been, that's not been recanted. It's still there. It's still there. Amen. And, and, and then Jesus in, in, the, uh, uh, in, in Matthew there where he's, he is talking about, I think it's on the Sermon on the Mount, he's dealing with some things. He says um, that when you fast, not if, but when you fast, don't do like the hypocrites. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know I ain't been fast. I'm just saying, you know, but, you know, I'm nothing to hide here. So, uh, but, but when you do, not if, but when you do, don't tell everybody about it. You just, you've just blown it. Not going to do any, might lose a little weight, but you're not going, you're not going to get anywhere with God. Because pride has robbed you of the blessing. Yeah. So, so, um, so fasting, but, but in, in Matthew 17, that's, that's where I'm at now. Um, no, 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 let me read this. This is good. I don't read this. Right? I can't. <laughs> I don't, sometimes I don't read my notes so well, but I do, I do. When I write down something I really like, you know, I want to make sure I read it. Um, a diligent prayer life when things are going good. Um, 
Yeah, and, 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 I, and I missed some things. Let, let, me, let me go back to this. There was, there was another um, thing in, in that dream when I was preaching and talking about this, about, talking about planting the seed. We plant seed during the springtime, right? You know, we plant seed in, in a time when there's showers of refreshing and there's new life and things are good. And, and, you know, we just come out of wintertime and so we're excited and everything's great and, and we plant seed so we can have a harvest later on. So, so, but we receive the harvest as things begin to start dying. Right? And we receive the harvest right, right before the, the hardness of winter is coming. You know, and sometimes, you know, we have seasons. We talk about seasons a while ago. There's seasons in our life, amen, that, that we, are, we are on top of things. I mean, things are going great in our life, amen? I hope that's where you're at right now. But now's the time to start planting those seeds of prayer, amen? Because times of trouble and hardships do come. They come, amen? We have a way through it, amen, because we laid the track, right? Come on. We can get through that thing, but, but we need to be praying now so when those times come, we've already done our, our work ahead of time and we can handle that. So let me read this. A diligent prayer life, when things are going good and during times of refreshing, is preparing us for times of troubles and trials. We can get through the hard times because we have laid track already. We can get to the other side in victory because we have already prepared ourselves for victory. Amen. We've already prepared for victory. Amen. We have, we have stashed a supply that, that will be there for us when everything around us seems to be barren. Our barns will be full and our warehouses stocked. Amen. Because we prayed ahead of time and we laid the ground for that. Amen. It's, and listen, I'm not doing anything uh, against the giving part. Reverend Brett done an awesome job talking about that. You know, that's got to be a part of our life, got to be a part of our life. It is, it is not an option either. It is a necessity for us to walk in all God has planned for us and wants to give to us, amen, is based upon our giving, but it's also based upon prayer, amen, and, and faith and diligence in those things. And so, um, so, so we plant seed, we lay track, we prepare, amen, for things that's going to come against us. You know, the devil don't like you. He don't like you. And I hope you don't like him either. Amen. Some, some, some people don't like to use the word hate. They don't want to say, I hate the devil. I hate the devil. <laughs> he hates me. I can hate him back. Amen. So he, he, he's going to try to mess things up. He's going to bring hard times against. He's going to bring things against us. You know, I, I, I get so, so, um, I'm, I'm, I try to be uh, compassionate. Because not everybody has the understanding we have, all right? And uh, so I don't want to be mean or unfeeling, but when people talk about, matter of fact, I just talked to a fellow this morning, uh, you know, in, in, in the insurance business part, and so he was talking about some of the things he was going through. And uh, he, he's a churchgoer, you know, and uh, so he said, I, I just have to, just the things I just have to accept, you know, and, and live with, you know, I said, well, God is the healer. <laughs> You go to church and you worship this guy. He's a healer, you know. Um, and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, he is, he said. And, and uh, if he wants to heal me, he will. And I thought, well, he wants to, man. <laughs> but do you want him to? Do, how, how, do you understand that, that he wants to? And are you pursuing that? Amen. Are you, are you laying track to get there? Amen. Listen, 
there are some, some things that can come against us physically that in the natural are impossible for us to ever get to the other side of it. In the natural. We're not natural. We're supernatural. Amen. And right now, listen, we need to start laying some track to get through that. Amen. I, I pray it never comes. Amen. And we can avoid a lot of pitfalls. We can avoid a lot of things by prayer. But when, when the devil may, may smack us right upside the head with something, amen, those things should not move me. Amen. I say should not. They shall not. Amen. But they should not. If they do, then I, my, my mind's not right. It's not renewed to what the word says. Amen. Those things shall not move me. Amen. Because I've already prepared for the trouble. <laughs> I've already prepared for the obstacle. Amen. And I'm either going to get around it or I'm going to go right through it and bust it up. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, um, I know sometimes those things are easily said than done, but they can be done. Amen. Because we have a big God who has empowered us with power and authority. Amen. That we can take authority over those things in prayer. In prayer. Watch over your prayer life. Amen. Watch over your prayer life. In Matthew 17, when Jesus came down and the, and, the, and the disciples couldn't cast out this demon. Now, I want you to understand this, okay? I'm going to take a little bit of a turn here. Um, they couldn't cast him out. But do you remember that, that it wasn't, I don't know how many days, weeks, months before, Jesus sent them out and gave them power right. cast out demons, yes. heal the sick, Raise the dead. Yeah. Amen. And, and so they went out, and what did they do? They cast out demons, they healed the sick, cleansed the lepers, and raised the dead. And they came back like, wow, <laughs> that's cool, you know? They did those things. Jesus empowered them to do that. And then, and then later on, he sent out 70, all right? 70 others. I don't know if they were part of that 70 others or if there were just 70 others opposite them. I don't know. But they did the same thing. Did the same thing. Now here Jesus is up on the mountain for a few days. And, and uh, when he comes down, uh, they, they can't cast this demon out. And so they said, Lord. And so that we look in Matthew 17 and verse 19. It says, then came the disciples of Jesus apart and said, they didn't, want, they didn't want to ask you this in front of everybody else. <laughs> Come here, I want to ask you something. You know, I don't, why couldn't we cast him out? Why couldn't we do that? We tried. We, we, did it, we did it back a few months ago. Why couldn't we cast this one out? All right? And Jesus said, it's because of your unbelief. Wow. These people who had, who had previously cast out demons, right, raised the dead, cleansed the lepers, healed the sick, they're dealing now with unbelief. Wow. And Jesus didn't say it's, it's a lack of your faith. He said it's not. He didn't say it was because of something you didn't have. It's because of something you did have. You've got unbelief. All right. Okay. And then he said, For verily I say unto you, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible. To you, amen, and to me, and to us. How be it, this kind, this is not talking about this kind of demon. Every demon in hell is subject to the name of Jesus. Amen. There may be some stronger in power than others, but the name of Jesus will kick them all out. Amen. Amen. Don't have to worry about that part. So we're not talking about that kind of a demon. We're talking about this kind of faith. 
comes not out forth, but by prayer and fasting. Yeah, by prayer and fasting. It's not that there is no faith in the disciples, but the faith needed to accomplish the task could not come forth from them because of the unbelief that had crept in. You see, and, and, and uh, the, the Greek uh, word or for the phrase in, in, uh, in Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, that means faith comes forth, right? It comes out of us. The word of God draws the faith out of us. Yeah, yeah. When you read the word, amen, and it gets down in your heart, it draws that, draws that faith out of you, you know, and you can believe God. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can just, you can see things happen because the word of God draws that out of you when you believe the word, yeah. right? And so, so this, this also, you know, we, we have faith in us, amen? Uh, especially if, if you're born again, amen, you have a person inside of you called the Holy Spirit oh, yeah. that, that produces fruit for you, yes. Amen? Now, now, we've been talking about this quite a bit at Resurrection. We've been talking about the Spirit, talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And um, the word fruit there means fruit as plucked. All right? In the Greek, fruit as plucked. Tree, a fruit that's on the tree doesn't do anybody any good. It's got to be plucked. All right? So you may have all kinds of peace in you, but if you don't allow somebody that is um, getting on your last nerve to pluck some peace out of you... <laughs> It's not going to do a bit of good for you or them. Amen? Well, you're, you're low. Listen, you're power packed with peace. It's in you because the Holy Spirit's in you. You're power packed with faith. It's in you because the Holy Spirit's in you and He produces that. It's the fruit of the Spirit, not my fruit. I can't produce anything any good. But the Spirit can. And it's there. I've just got to make sure that in the right circumstance that I'm in, that I'm, I'm allowing that to be plucked out of me, off my branches, into that situation. Right? Patience. <laughs> you know, let them pluck some patience off of you, you know. I, I mean, you, you're, you've got it in you because the Holy Spirit's in you. It's there. You had no excuse. That's right. We just don't let, we just don't do it sometimes. So we got faith in us. We got faith in us. Amen. Faith enough to move the mountain. See, the mustard seed... Uh, and, 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 and let me, let me talk about this. When, when the kingdom of God is referred to as a mustard seed, it's referred to as a size. It's the smallest of all seeds. All right? But when, the, when the, the mustard seed is referred to as faith, it's not about size. It's about potential. Because this mustard seed uh, has the potential of becoming the greatest of herbs. But you've got to do something with it. It's there. And it, it's, it's the potential of the mustard seed that's the awesome thing about it. That, yeah, it's a small, but it becomes the greatest of herbs. And so Jesus said, if you had faith, that, that if you had the faith like the potential of the mustard seed had, that you could say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and it's going to get up and go that quick. I mean, it, because it'll obey you, because your faith has the potential to move the mountain. Yes. Amen. But we've got to do something with that. All right, so, so faith's got to come forth out of us. Unbelief will hinder that. Yeah. And, and let, me, let me talk a little bit about unbelief. Unbelief is the natural state of the carnal man. So, so, I mean, you don't have to do anything for unbelief to creep in. Matter of fact, if you don't do something to keep it from it, it will. And that's what happened to the disciples. 
Yeah, that's what happened to them. Um, you know, and, and listen, I'm, I'm not making excuses for them. Jesus said, you know, when I'm gone, then they'll fast. And, and you know, and they probably didn't do a whole lot of praying because he's right there, you know. But we don't have that excuse. Amen. So, so if, if we, listen, we're not pursuing the things of the Spirit, which we do in prayer. I'm talking about genuine you know, intercession and praying, getting before God. Amen. We are connecting with the Spirit. Amen. We're, we're, we're in that realm of the Spirit when we're praying, you know, in the Spirit, praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And, and praying from our innermost being out to God. Amen. We are entering into the realm of the Spirit. We're not in the carnal flesh, man. We're in the Spirit, man. Right. And so when we, we pursue a life of that, we, we don't allow unbelief to creep in. But if we neglect our prayer life, you're going to find unbelief creeping into it. Because it's a natural state, amen, of the carnal man. You know, Christians can be carnal. Christians can be carnal. We shouldn't be, but we can be. Paul dealt with the, first Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians with that church, dealt with them being carnal. He said, you're carnal. <laughs> amen. They got some things right. In the second letter, you know, he, he applauded them for, for some changes they had made. But, but they were carnal Christians. Amen. And you know what? They, they still operated in gifts of the Spirit. He said, you know, you, you don't come behind any gift, but you got a problem. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity, have not love. I'm a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Amen. There's no fruit. There's, 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 there's the pizzazz, but there's no, there's no solid foundation. You know, the, the best way to... to um, Determine if someone is spiritual is not by the gifts, it's by the fruit. It's by the fruit. Amen. It's by the fruit. Amen. Um, because the, the Corinthian church was that way. But, but, but moving on. Um, so, so there was a problem. Now, let me, let, me, let me jump now to Matthew 15, 38. We're going to kind of bring this to a close here in a minute. You remember when, when Jesus... Um, was in his hometown, and he could not do many mighty works there, right? right? Not because he had any lack of power, not because he had any lack of desire. It's because they had a lack of honor. Yeah. And we know that the familiarity, right? And, and, and I've heard Pastor Cody preach that many times, and it's so true. The familiarity will breed dis dishonor. And, and Jesus, you know, he said, a prophet is not with, without honor except in his own country, among his own people. And so he could do no many uh, mighty works there because of their unbelief. So dishonor breeds unbelief. Okay? Do you think, now just think from, with me for a minute. Do you think we dishonor God if we don't pray? Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. You know, Proverbs um, 3, 5, and 6, you know, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. and He will direct your path. Amen. When we don't pray, we're saying, God, I got this. I don't need you. I can, I can do this. I, 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 can, I can figure out how to get to where I'm going if I need you, I'll call you. That is dishonoring God. That's dishonoring Him. And that's disconnecting yourself 
from the realm of the spirit into the realm of the carnal. Because you're not spiritually minded at that point, you're carnally minded. And then the natural state of unbelief begins to take over in your life. And then, then all of a sudden, you got a situation come up, and you're, oh, I'm going to pray. What? Well, you've dishonored God. You got to get that right. You know, you, you, you have unbelief now you're going to have to deal with because you've not walked in the realm of the Spirit, you walked in the realm of the flesh. And now you've got to deal with that. I'm not saying you can't overcome that and get back on the right track, but don't think that you can just call upon heaven at a split moment when you've been walking in the flesh all for the past you know, three months and expect God to answer. You've not, been, you've not been planting the seeds for that harvest. You've not been laying the track to get you through that. Amen. Be diligent with your prayer life. Watch your prayer life. Be attentive to it. Because I'm telling you what, the devil does not want you to pray. He really doesn't. And your flesh doesn't want to pray. <laughs> it really doesn't. Amen. It'd rather eat Cheetos and cheeseburgers. <laughs> Amen. But church, if we're going to get to where God wants us to be, and we can, listen, we, again, let me, let me say this. We have a place we're going. Amen. I'll tell you what, um, and I'll, I'll, just, I'll just be honest with you about this. Uh, I pastored for about 13 years or maybe 15 years. I can't remember when it was when we met Pastor Cody. But, um, and and I, 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 was, I was just simply the preacher, but I had, no, I had no vision. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't. I just showed up and, and I preached the word. You know, I, I mean, I wasn't ignorant of that, but, but I wasn't a pastor leading the sheep. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know where to take them. <laughs> and many things, I mean, honestly, and I, I tell my people this, uh, you know, that this is where I was. If you had sickness in your body, you didn't want me praying for you because I didn't really know if God was a healer or not. I knew he was a healer, but I didn't know if he wanted to or not. Because all my stinking thinking that I grew up with, and, and I based who God was also on circumstances. Right? Well, so-and-so, I know they must have had faith, and they didn't get healed. So God, I started making my own idea about who God is. Well, God is someone who does heal, but he may not always heal because he may have, he may want you sick. Hey, that, that, that fit, that fit my, my, um, my life at that time, but I was so confused, so confused. It helped me explain away why <laughs> things didn't happen like they should have happened, but, but there was no solid foundation there. I was so unstable. Not now. <laughs> I know God's the healer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I expect it. I expect it. Praise God. I know where I'm going. Amen. Amen. When, when, when I met Pastor Cody, and I'm going to just tell you this, if, if you don't mind me just taking another moment. Um, we, we had a, 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 a prophetic seminar, a prophetic conference at our church back a few years ago. And uh, I, I think, I, honestly, <laughs> I look back on that and... Um, well, I ain't going to say. I'm going to say because somebody might be watching it. I don't need to say this too. But um, when Pastor Cody came on that Saturday night, I looked at him and in my heart, and I come up to him and I said, I want what you got. Because he, he had so much confidence in the Word, so much confidence in God and, and who he was and healing. And, and I, I, I want that. I want that. I didn't have it. I didn't have it. And, and you know, that just the way it was. I didn't have it. And I wanted it. And God hooked us up, and amen, amen I'm getting it, amen. amen. <laughs> and there's still more coming, amen. I ain't done yet, 
You ain't done yet, but I know where I'm going. The first time, for the first time in my life, I knew where I was going. I knew where I was going. Hallelujah. Man, it's been an awesome journey. It's been an awesome journey. And listen, God has got some great things planned for us, church. Listen, look what he's doing already. He's got some greater things planned. But, but here's the thing. We've got to be people of prayer. We've we got to prepare that way. We've got to lay that track. Amen. We've we got, we got to sow that seed, amen, for that harvest. Amen. Prayer is sowing seed into, into what God has for you. Amen. You can expect that return. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.